G'day. I'm going to do my best with this today. Uh, a little bit tired. I not only had a horrible sleep last night, but I think I kept my wife awake and there was a lot of shuffling around and I wound up uh, on the couch. Um, and then I hit the gym early and basically my brain is mush right now so I'm gonna do best my best to deal with this uh, one of the treats I woke up to I mean I was only half asleep but woke up to was that my weight was up again after days of dieting so it occurred to me that maybe a good thing to talk about would be overcoming discouragement There was this expression I heard when I was a kid. I think my dad, from my dad, I don't know where he heard it, but I, I, it stuck with me. It's that discouragement is a devil's greatest tool. I think maybe it stuck with me because I see the truth in it. I see the value in keeping that in mind. Um, so, in my experience, so plateaus happen all the time in physical uh, development programs so whether you're trying to build muscle burn fat at one point you're going to plateau and I mean that's just a reality of life when it happens it, when it happens I guess is kind of changes things up a little bit in terms of, of how it hits us so of course in my case it's right at the start here. Uh, I, I started a new program basically at the new year. Uh, and for whatever reason, maybe because my, my diet and training hasn't been that far off. It's been pretty consistent for the two months prior. So I didn't get the kind of newbie uh, fat loss that you sometimes get when starting a program. Uh, but to go up is, you know, obviously a bit frustrating. And so, so that's, that's one time when it can hit. The other time it frequently hits is when you're towards the end of a uh, fat loss program and you're, you've only got a few more pounds left to shed to, to get to that point where you want to be and your, your fat burning comes to a crawl and it's extremely frustrating. Um... So, the typical thing that enters into my mind when I go through this, it's probably familiar to you, is I either want to just quit and just binge and say, fuck this, I've been starving myself and I've been, uh, and, and I'm not getting the results, sod it, why am I even bothering? And then I'll go and gorge. And that feels really great. You know. Um, even though there hasn't been. Progress. Forward progress. You do make a lot of backwards progress. When you do that. And you feel even worse about yourself. Um, when I'm on my game. 
I take it as a cue to work harder. That's where I like to try to get to because I, I say, well, you know what? It, maybe this is a good thing. Maybe it's just that my body is adapted to this and I'm at the point where I need to work harder in order to get the results I want and no excuses. It's up to me. Let's do this. If, if results are really important to me, I'm going to do this. Um, that's where I like to get to. Of course, the, the old discouragement, uh, I guess devil on your shoulder, doesn't want you to do that. It's like you've been wasting your time, you've been wasting your effort, potentially your money. Another thing that also sometimes happens, actually, this is kind of, this sort of falls into the latter category, but not quite. Um, it's when you start doing foolish things like saying what I need right now is I need to spend a bunch of money on supplements or in, in uh, muscle building this is when and you see it kind of more in young guys but this is when you're like I'm not making any gains steroids uh, that's a pretty dangerous place to be because it's like because you feel you've kind of naturally tapped out your potential. In most cases, you haven't. Uh, you'd be better served to to try to reframe where you are. Take it as a challenge. That's the friggin' hardest thing to do when you're down and out, which is why, which is exactly why that expression about uh, the, the discouragement being the devil's greatest tool has helped me so much because when I recognize it as that and I see it as the, the external forces working against me basically then you fight against it and you're like no I'm not going to fall into that trap I'm not going to become discouraged in fact I'm going to work harder so How do we get there? Uh, honestly, I don't know any shortcuts. Uh, it's funny, I mentioned on uh, on the podcast the other day that I was going to be talking to my son about, about how to shift your attitude because I see sometimes when he is given a chore or something he doesn't want to do. He takes on this grump persona or he takes on like a, um, I don't even know how to describe it, kind of a rushing through it, kind of stomping around and, and that kind of thing and doing a shit job of it. And so I had a good long talk about with him about recognizing when he's doing this because... For him, he didn't even know he was doing it, uh, apparently. Um, which, you know, I'll take him at his word because sometimes we don't recognize what we're doing. Recognizing what you're doing, catching yourself, and reminding yourself that this is not a very appealing or useful way to behave. And I think it's the same thing. I think it's all about self-awareness. I've talked about self-awareness in 
this podcast multiple times because I think it's sort of at the foundation of all development, whether physical, um, philo- philosophical, anything. Uh, and and being self-aware, I think, is a skill that's it requires development. I don't think it's terribly natural. Um, I'm thinking back to one time when, you know, I was I was working really really hard on on fixing myself after my uh, first marriage broke down, and because I I told myself I did not ever want to be in that position again. I didn't want to feel that way again, like a failure, basically. So I took a good long look at myself, tried to figure out what I was doing wrong, how I contributed to the uh, failure of my marriage. And so I prided myself in being pretty good. In fact, almost to a fault where I think I got a little bit egotistical at times and and I had to pull myself back in. But, um, But interestingly... Uh, a few years later, I was I was in a counseling session with uh, my daughter's counselor, actually. Um, now, so I just had a brief session with her to go over things, and um, so my daughter to my daughter has high anxiety and doesn't like talking to people, and the gist of this session was that I was kind of accommodating her in, uh, by, I guess, uh, making it easier for her to not have to talk rather than kind of exposing her to the things that, uh, gave her anxiety. So in a sense, I wasn't really helping the problem. Uh, that was extremely hard to hear, uh, but it got worse, and at one point in the session, when I was feeling like a failure, she said something along the lines of, so are you, you know, would you say that you're feeling kind of sorry for yourself right now? And that was a slap in the face and one that I needed because I realized when she said that, that I was doing the exact thing that I had been fighting against doing. And if not for that, I probably wouldn't have even realized it. So my point is it's very difficult for us to look at ourselves objectively and realize what we're doing, especially if we don't really know what we're looking for. This is why I find it's it's helpful... Uh, you know, things like this and, and things that help us know what to look for in ourselves, behaviors that are not helpful. So we can say, okay, are we doing that? And as the saying goes, nature abhors a vacuum. You can't, you usually can't just get rid of a bad habit. Normally you have to replace it with a good habit. So, um, and, and I think, so I think in this case, specifically to what I'm talking about today, it's recognizing that discouragement for what it is. 
uh, getting in the practice of being on the lookout for it, thinking, am I feeling discouraged right now? You know, now I think it's helpful possibly to, to keep in mind that we have feelings and emotions for a reason, you know, um, you would might say they're vital to our survival. Um, so recognizing that, recognizing that, you know, we have this mechanism to, to feel discouraged, which is a, a signaling us for what? Perhaps that, um, I mean, again, emotions aren't smart. They're stupid. So their intentions are good. Their intentions are pure. They don't really have, they just do what they do to keep you going. So discouragement is there to tell us what you're doing is wrong and it's going to lead to wasted time and energy, which isn't good for your survival. Um, survival is about all being efficient with your energy and time and, and because that's how you live. That's how you, but in the interest of something like losing weight or building muscle, um, it's not the most helpful instinct and it helps us to remind ourselves of that, that, okay, this is good. Thank you for, for, you know, letting me know, reminding me that, that this hasn't been working. Now it's time to do something about that. Now, if you're, depending on where you are in the program, if you're several months in, this might be a cue. Okay. My program's run its course at this point. Time to change it up. Time to, um, if it's early on, it might be a simple matter of, okay, well, maybe I want to focus a little bit more on, um, say, making my cardio a little bit more intense or a little bit, you know, I'll do 10 minutes extra of cardio or I'll, um, whatever. You can tweak your program a little bit. Um, in, if it's early on, probably it's best to just kind of tweak things, whereas, Later on, it, it might be time for a bit more of an overhaul because maybe your body's just so adapted that um, that that you're not making progress anymore. Um, and, and the same goes for diet, right? Um, there's there's way more factors involved in in diet. I mean, there's food intolerances, right? There's are you logging each morsel that you put into your mouth? Can you do better with that? Um, because when we don't, oftentimes we underestimate how much we're eating. I mean, studies have been done showing this, um, and uh, that we tend to underestimate by give or take about a thousand. So, um, do we need to fine tune our food measurement a bit? Um, there's all kinds of things that, that I think we can look into. But in order to get there, I think we need to recognize the discouragement for what it what it is. And I, th I kind of think the people who are the best have found a way to not give in to discouragement. In other words, to not see it as a cue to give up. Uh, I, I saw this interesting post uh, a friend of mine posted the other day and 
it's it's a little bit simplistic, a little bit, and it said something along the lines of, um, if you've given up on something, it's because you didn't have faith in yourself. I think that, I don't know if that helps very much, honestly, because when you're in the process of feeling discouraged, you don't want to hear that kind of thing, that, oh, you just don't have faith in yourself. When you're just starting a program, that's that maybe helpful to say, I just need faith in myself here. Get yourself in the right, right mindset from the beginning. Know there will be ups and downs. Um, but essentially, I think it's kind of saying the same thing. I think it's just, you know, if, if having faith in yourself and your own abilities to succeed, um, if you lose that and you lose hope, then chances are you're going to self-sabotage from the beginning. Um, I mean, why would you do something if you don't see... Why would you do something difficult if you don't see um, rewards in the future? If you don't see those things paying off? Uh, I don't see any reason why anyone would. So, uh, so I think, I think that about sums it up which is basically discouragement, it's going to come. It is. So be prepared for it and be on the lookout for it and recognize it for what it is. At least try to. And then talk back to it. Don't let it win. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm determined to do that now. And and uh, just talking it through, I think, has been helpful because... Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, it is very friggin' frustrating to work really hard and see no results. And, and, and I think frustration and discouragement, they're, they're holding hands and they want to take you down. You know, there's this quote from, I think it was the sixth Rocky movie, and I love it. And it's, he said, you know, um, I'm, and I'm going to screw up the quote. Because I, I clearly haven't remembered it verbatim. But basically he said, you know, um, life is going to knock you down. And being strong is about, not about trying to not get hit. It's about trying to take the hits. And when you fall down, getting back up. And, I mean, he spelled it out in that movie with that with that quote. You know, he was talking to his son. But, I mean, when you think about it, when you think back on the other Rocky movies, that's basically how he was successful. He wasn't the, the necessarily the hardest hitter. Uh, he was just re resilient. He was just stubborn. He just kept on getting back up and pounded and pounded. And, and then, um, and, and yeah, I, th I think uh, Rocky Three really illustrates some really cool um, ideas in that way and to me that's that's kind of the highlight of the uh, of the series um, but anyway this wasn't about Rocky <laughs> but uh, you know um, so there you go uh, if, if if you come across discouragement hopefully this this is helpful to you